Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we help you unlock your potential freedom through land investing, real estate investing, and entrepreneurship. Hey everyone, this is episode 88 of the Real Estate Investing Podcast, discussing how to sell your land fast. I'm your host, Daniel Apke, joined again by my brother and business partner, Ron Apke. Before we get started, let's go over a question from one of our featured members in our Discord community. Question from Tom. I have a property I'm negotiating with, and they want to sell four properties at once. How do I go about offering all five of these properties instead of just one? Yeah, so first you want to talk to the seller to see what he wants to sell them for. So I assume you guys, maybe you've already come up with a number and you have whatever, maybe one of the properties you're offering 4,000, you're offering 15 or 17 for all five. So what you would need to do, you need to get an up, updated purchase agreement. You can't just cross out things. Sometimes we say cross it out, add the APNs. With this, it's too complex in my opinion. So you're going to need to get a new purchase agreement to him for all five APNs on there. So all five parcel numbers on there and get the new acreage on there. Use our purchase agreement template and just send them that second page with the APNs filled in. So you can send it via, we use HelloSign as like a DocuSign type of thing as an e-signature platform. And most people can figure that out pretty easily. It's I think we pay $12, $15 a month or something like that. But get that to him. Maybe he wants a PDF or something. He can print it and sign it. It's just going to matter based on the seller. But get that new purchase agreement. It's pretty simple. Like That's an awesome thing that you got five parcels with one mailer like without a doubt that's really that's incredible you're gonna make some really good money on that as long as the numbers make sense but get them a new purchase agreement however they would like get the uh get the signed agreement back and then start your due diligence on it and hopefully that all works out but congrats that's really cool that with one 60 cent letter you made you got five deals exactly but let's talk about ron if he got that one purchase agreement back that person wants to sell five properties sell four other properties that he doesn't have an offer on, how are you going to offer those? Say they're in the same area. Where do you start on the negotiation side? Because we get this all the time and it's just hard. It's a hard situation to make this work. Yeah. The first thing is always to see what he wants to like, see if he has a number in mind. If he has a number in mind, run those numbers to see if it makes sense. If it, let's say it's five, two acre parcels or something like that. If that one, two acre parcel that you bought, if they all have road access and you can sell them separately, it's going to make sense more than likely for all five of them. Even if worst case scenario, you buy it for the same price as the two, the one property that you offered ideally you can get some kind of bulk package and maybe buy it at 70% of that or something like that. So that's what I would do. If he doesn't have a price in mind, you're going to have to do some work and kind of just, maybe you just say like, I offered 4,000 for this one. Uh, typically when we do this, we get a little bit of a bulk discount on all of them. I can do 17 for all five of them, 16 for all five of them. And more than likely he'll probably do it. But that is my I, it's, it's, it's difficult, Dan, when they don't have an offer price in mind. Like I, I do think it's, it's a difficult situation. A lot of times they're just going to say you offered four for this. Can you give me 20 for all five? Or I would like 20 for all five. I think that makes sense. Um, but, uh, it's difficult when they don't have a price in mind. It is. And if it's in the same County and area, just use your pricing that you used. If you're confident with that, go back to your pricing sheet, see what you offered in that area for that four or five acres, whatever their property is, that's a good starting point. I always tell our sales reps that it's a good starting point. Look at what we priced, talk to them, see if that's where, if that makes sense. If they're happy with that first offer, they're probably going to be happy with the others. So that's a place you can start as well. Let's get into the show. Real fast, Dan. 
make sure in that case, Dan, make sure that you can sell them separately. If it's two acres and then they have five other two acre parcel, four other two acre parcels that uh, don't have access by themselves and they need that original two acres, like 10 acres, if you have to sell it all together, is not going to sell the same price per acre as two acres. So if you're offering the same price, make sure they can all be sold separately. Yeah, really good point, Ron. All right, well, let's get into the show. How to sell your land fast. First, let's talk about why why it's so important to turn your land. We look at this, Ron, as inventory. It is land, of course, and we love land, and that's what we're passionate about. But this, at the end of the day, is inventory. It starts stacking up. You get a lot of it, or maybe you don't have a lot. But we need to turn that inventory, like any other distribution type of business. I used to work for a distribution company. Turning your inventory fast is one of the key metrics that the finance that this uh, chief financial officer would look at while briefing us. Turning your inventory is money because that inventory sits in your warehouse. For this instance, it sits on the market. And every single day it doesn't sell, it's money. It's money that you could have. So think about if you were to sell a property, if you had to wait five months to sell a property for 100% of market value. Think about if, say that property was $100,000 to keep it simple, Ron. So it takes five months to sell that property for $100,000. But we could sell it 10% less at $90,000 in a month and a half or a month, keep it simple, in a month. What is that four months of $10,000 that you're losing from selling it less? But what's that four months of getting that $95,000 and being able to put that back into play and make a return off that? How much does is that money worth? And this is a calculation CFOs and high-level finance people can make with your data. We don't have that right now. So we don't know how much money we're missing out. We don't have a good answer for that. But think about what that $10,000 is doing. So it's keeping you back. You can sell that $90,000 in a month. That four months, you get $90,000. How much is that $90,000 worth over the next four months? That's kind of how you have to think of it. Yeah, without a doubt. And putting it that way makes so much sense. Like if you can turn your money again, one not even one more time, but if you can turn your money again, like without a doubt, you turn that $90,000 into way more than that $100,000 after five months. Like that 90,000 is gonna become well more than $100,000, which is what you were trying to wait for. So I think I really like this topic because I think during a recession, as the land values kind of flatten out a little bit is what we're seeing, it becomes even more important. And the different types, the different ways that you sell your land fast is becoming extremely important. And the most common way to sell your land fast, without a doubt, like you can get all the drone videos in the world, but you need to undercut the market. It is so important in a slower average moving market to undercut the market where you are selling your five acres that is a normal five acres less than the next five acres. That is the number one way to sell your land fast. There's a lot more we're going to get into with this, but if you're trying to sell at market value and compete with someone else, they're going to have a negotiation process with you and that other five acres that is for sale. So at the end of the day, you might get it for your, they're going to have a leg up. There's not as many buyers in the market right now. So you need to keep that in mind. And that first example that Daniel gave is really, really uh, powerful to me because that $90,000, that 10% less, that's going to get you way more than 100% over the, those next four months. But uh, 
I like that example a lot, Daniel. And thinking about like that and getting data, like we're hiring a data person right now and getting data on that, it's going to be extremely powerful, like what that $90,000 can do for you when you have another deal come up here in a week or two that you can pay and then flip that for 150, 160. Instead of $100,000, you have 160, 170 grand after five, six months. Exactly. And it's really cool to think about the future potential with like a high level finance people in, in an organization looking at this stuff, Ron. But the, at the end of the day, that 10% only helps you if you're putting that money back into play. If it's coming back and not working, then it doesn't really help you. Although you do need cash on hand and things for security and what, whatever that is. But having that money into play is one of the keys to being successful with turning your money. Let's get into how we sell faster. And I know you talked about price. Number one, I have listed down here. I kind of had three different things. Number one's price. Like Ron said, you undercut the market. You're the best price thing on the market. You're not really competing with anyone. They're going to go look at your property first, fast. The realtors in that area are going to be sending it to their clients saying, hey, this is priced appropriately. Hop on this. They're going to see it moving. They're going to know it's priced right. It just helps. That's the number one thing is price. And even if you're not the number one price thing, you have to be priced competitively. Don't try to get, unless it's a really, really hot area and you feel confident, but if you're trying to, this this is about how to sell your land fast. So if you're trying to sell it fast, undercut the market. Some markets you can sell things, Ron, at 100% of market value and it's going to fly off. Some markets you need to be at 80%, others 90, whatever that market is and what those indicators are. Let's talk about that a little bit. How can you tell what, how can you tell how fast a market's moving, Ron? Yeah. So look at what I do is look at recently sold and I want to find, especially as the market's changing and I keep saying that, but it is, uh, I want to look at recently sold in the last two, three months. And I want to look how long it's taking to sell and what price point they're selling at. So if I have five acres and I see five acres just sold in the area and it was on the market for two months, I'm for, let's say for 50 grand, five acres sold it for 50 grand in two months. I'm going to want to price a little under that 50 grand mark to get it to sell a little faster where if I saw five acres sell for 50 grand in two or three days, I might price that at $55,000 because how fast things moved. And maybe that $50,000 is a little underpriced. Maybe the market's 60,000, my 55 is still a little under market value. So that's the number one indicator for me is what I, I constantly am looking at that in markets that we're investing in is how fast uh, properties are like kind properties are turning and that kind of tells me the price point more so honestly than the pricing data i really want to know how fast things are moving um and that that helps me when i'm pricing i, I want to know all that information before i send mail not when i'm just going to price the mail uh not when i'm just going to price the properties that i got i want to know that when i'm actually sending the mail so i can that determines how aggressively i'm going to be on pricing Absolutely. And the second thing I have after price is showing up in the right places, making sure you're listed in all the right places. We've seen this really backfire, not as much with our members at Land Investing Online, because we are very particular with how and where we list properties. And I think that's been a sign of how fast we're able to sell properties and our members sell properties, Ron. But showing up in the right places is definitely the second thing that I have on this list. Because at the end of the day, like Ron said, you can have the best drone photos and what whatever that is, best drone photos, best description, trying to think what else is in a listing, just most appealing looking thing. But if you're not listed in the right places, no one's going to see it anyways. And that's why I put this as number two. 
Yeah, like Daniel said a few episodes ago, I think not everyone's just scouring the MLS every day to see if they get their dream piece. But if you get it in front of them, like people use TikTok to sell land all the time. If you get it in front of people who might have the cash, they there's a chance that they're going to give you a call and buy the land. Like there is. The more eyes you have the land, you don't want to deceive people and just get the wrong eyes. But the more eyes you get looking at your land, the better chance you have to sell it. Um, the Facebook groups, Craigslist, land.com, the MLS, like that is the main things. Those are non-negotiables for where we post. And then we will add other spots from time to time to get more eyes on it or to adjust based on the property or anything like that. But if you don't have the eyes on it, you cannot sell the land. Like you can have the best piece of land in the world. If you put it only on your website, where no one's really going other than to put deposits or something like that, you're not going to sell the property. No one's going to see the darn property, even if it is perfectly priced and it's a great piece of land. Exactly. So that's what I had. Number one price, number two, showing up in the right places. For us, we go on land.com. We go on Facebook Marketplace. We go on Craigslist. We go on our website. We go on the MLS to get on all the realtor.com, Zillow, Zillow, Redfin's, all that stuff. And then the third I have, Ron, is marketing appropriately, making it look good. So the appearance of the listing, and that can definitely help with your views. So if you have, say you have two properties listed today on Zillow in Hamilton County, Ohio, for five, or both around the same acreage, right? Listed the same exact week, same acreage, same price. So if you're priced competitively, but if your posting looks a lot better than theirs, and everything else is really identical. You have better pictures, better description. Zillow favors those postings. They are going to put you higher. It's going to say for you with that little heart potential. If they know you're looking in that area for that land, it's going to say for you. They know the algorithm. They know it looks better. So they're going to favor your posting. You'll see one might have 500 views. The other might have 250. They're both priced the same. One looks better than the other. This is the third thing because you need to be in the right places first. You need to price appropriately and you need it to look good. These are the three main things I have, Ron. Yeah, without a doubt. Like we we don't overdo it with our marketing in terms of we never spend five hundred dollars on drone videos just because I've I haven't seen a return on that to be a hundred percent honest. Maybe as the recession gets a little stronger, if it gets a little stronger and markets go down a little bit, maybe and there's less buyers, maybe we're gonna have to put some more money into marketing. But right now, like we get really good drone pictures. We have a set shot list that we share to our members as well. So that's something if you are a member, get that from our resources page. And that's like the shot list that we give every one of our drone people and they know what to do with it and they know how to do it. And if they can't do it, then they we they won't get hired for the job. But getting those right marketing, having a decent to good description. Uh, but I, I think pictures are a number one thing. Like when I see a picture, a property that we got good pictures of, like it excites me because I know the attention it's going to get versus a property with average to or below average pictures. Exactly. That's all I really have for those. If you're doing those three things, you're priced correctly. Like Ron said, at the end of the day though, you can be a screenshot of Google earth with an outline if you're priced 80% of market, that property is probably still going to sell if you have the information they need to go there and visit or whatever it is. But if you do all three of these, that's how to sell fast. So I kept it on the topic, how to sell your land fast. If you're pricing correctly and you have good land, it's going to sell fast, period. The other two things are also very important, but second and third for a reason. So that's all I really have, Ron. I think that was a lot of good, valuable information. Do you have any last things to add? Yeah, I wanted to add one thing and kind of get your, in, not insights, but yeah, one more topic. I think it's extremely important. It's what I see 
new people in land do the most is wasting days, um, which means money is out and then you decide to get drones. Maybe a week later you get the drones back. Maybe a week later you decide, then you post on Facebook and Craigslist. Then maybe a week later, you're like, I'm going to spend some money and put on the MLS. And now you're two weeks out and you've wasted, your money has been out for two weeks. Like, like Daniel said at the beginning, we're distribution. Like we are, we want to turn our inventory. It is inventory. It's not just land that we own. It's not just flipping that kind of stuff. Like it's inventory and you cannot waste days. Like those days affect your ROI more than undercutting the price 5%. If you're out for 14 days and this would have sold within the first week or something like that, you're going to have your property out for six or eight weeks opposed to being out for four weeks. So it is the most important thing. And the biggest thing I see new people in this industry struggle with is not in not turning their money is because they want to be cheap and they don't want to get drone shots until they own the property. They don't want to put the time or effort into posting the property right when they send that wire, right when you send that wire, right when I send that wire and I know the seller has signed their documents, I'm putting our, I'm telling our transaction coordinator, get this up for X dollars, get this in all of our spots for X dollars. We're going to get this posted. We're going to get it sold. And then we'll have interested buyers the same day that I sent my wire. Yeah, exactly. And that's like being a distribution company and having a hundred thousand dollars, say you sell flooring. $100,000 of new, brand new flooring in the market comes to your warehouse and you're letting it sit for a week. You just spent $100,000 on that inventory. You're going to, before that gets in, you're going to have your sales reps in a meeting. You're going to have your sales reps talking to the flooring manufacturer, getting briefed on everything they need to know, getting out in the field rep field, starting to talk about it, getting the momentum. So when that hits, hopefully you have some orders or whatever that is, but the key for that, for us, it's you have the posting ready to go. You have the pictures before, right? That's like the briefing of the sales reps and everything. So when that comes, you can put it on the market and get things flying. That's how I look at it. I, I like to bring everything kind of to other other industries, Ron, because land investing is so young, so new. People look at it so much differently. At the end of the day, it is inventory. Yeah, imagine if you went to for your previous company that you worked at, you go like your CEO finds out that you're sitting on product, a hundred thousand dollars. We bought a hundred thousand dollars, or if they looked at our business and like saw that we bought a hundred thousand dollar piece of land and it's not for sale anywhere, like that's just insane. And someone at that level who's in a much more competitive industry, like that's the craziest thing in the world to them, and it should be to us as well because that's how you're going to grow this business is by reducing your money turnaround essentially by getting that day it's not going to always be a month or something like that sometimes it's going to be 60 days sometimes it might be four months um but two weeks of not having it posted at all is just an extra two weeks where nothing happened exactly well that's all i have everybody again thank you so much for joining to get started and unlock your potential freedom visit landinvestingonline.com slash discord to join our free discord where Ron and I and other successful investors are involved. Please like and subscribe this YouTube channel, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you guys are listening on. It means a lot. Other than that, thank you for joining and we'll see you next episode. Thanks guys.